Good morning. It's a lovely Tuesday and we bless the Lord so much for his grace, his mercy and the gift of life. We thank God so much. I want to also thank my big brother, Elder Nahum, for giving me yet another opportunity to share the word of God with God's people. God bless you so much, Elder. Last week, we started a series. Did you know? Did you know? And Elder Nahum um, talked on the topic, did you know that the devil cannot read your mind? In fact, it was a very a very wonderful um, exposition that Elder did. And Christians must begin to look at some of these things and begin to take them seriously. This series is very important because we are drawing the attention of the, the, the people of God to certain things that we may really not have considered. They are things we know already, but these are things that we probably have not paid attention to. And because of that, we may be doing certain things in error. And so these things, um, are, are, this series is supposed to draw our attention. And please, let's take these things so seriously. God bless you, Elder. Now, last week he spoke about, did you know that the devil cannot read your mind? Today, I want to talk about, did you know that believers are superior to angels did you know did you know that you are in a better position than an angel what i have realized these days with christians is that some christians um fast pray and the 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 agenda they are praying for is that i want to encounter an angel i want to see an angel I want to encounter an angel. Some even worship angels, literally. And this has become something that worries me. It has become something that is very wrong. And I, I think that the reason is that we probably have not paid attention to what our position is as believers. And we probably have forgotten that we are actually in a better position. We are actually dearer to God. We are dearer to God than angels. And this morning, I just want to draw your attention to a few things that would um, bring us to the fact that we are, we are dearer to God than angels. We are in a better position. We are superior to them. Hallelujah. Now, the first thing that I want to draw your attention to is that do you know that you are a son of God? You are a child of God. You are a daughter of God. And angels are not, angels are servants, not children. And so the Bible says in John 1, 12, that to all who did receive him, to all who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become the children of God. And so we are children. First John 3, 1 says that, so see what great love the father has lavished on us, that we be called the children of God. And indeed we are. And so we are children of God, we are sons of God, and we have an inheritance. So first of all, we are sons of God, angels are not. They are not sons of God, they are servants. And also, we are heirs of God with Christ. We are heirs of God with Christ who have an inheritance. Now the Bible says in Romans 8, 17 that now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co heirs with Christ and so we have an inheritance we are co-heirs with Christ 
we have a position that angels do not have. Angels do not have an inheritance. Angels are not heirs of God with Christ. Imagine, in the situation of the prodigal son, for example, you see that the prodigal son and his brother, they were sons. The son who went away called his father and said, give me my property, give me my share of the inheritance. He took it and went away. And when he had finished all of that, he came back to his father's house and was still given the position. Meanwhile, the servants who were in the house had served the father for so long. He said, doesn't my father have so many servants? And when he went, you see that he said that, um, make me one of your servants. And the father said, what are you talking about? You are not a servant. You are a son. And he assigned the servants to minister to him and to give him new clothes, to give him a ring, to, to throw a party for him, kill animals for him and throw a party because the son has returned. Meanwhile, there were servants in the house who have served so faithfully and they didn't get that privilege. And so I want to draw your attention to the fact that you are in a better position than the angels that sometimes you, you, you want to worship. You are in a better position. You are a son. You are a child of God. You have an inheritance. You are an heir to God. You are an heir of God, co-heirs with Christ. That's what we are. And angels are not. Now, one thing that we should also draw attention to is that we are seated in high places with Christ. So, the, the inheritance that we have has given us the opportunity or the privilege to be seated in high places with Christ. And so, when you read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, it says that then God raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated him and seated us with him in heavenly places because we are united with Christ. So, God raised us from the dead along with Christ. So, we partook in the resurrection. Angels are not partakers of the resurrection. We are partakers of the resurrection. And because of that, when God raised Christ and exalted him above every other thing, the believer was exalted as well because we are united with Christ. We are co-heirs with Christ. When you read the book of Hebrews chapter 1, and verse 13 he says something very interesting to which of the he says that to which of the angels did god ever say sit at my right hand until i make your enemies a footstool for your feet to which of the angels none of the angels were given that opportunity according to hebrews and and it continues in 14 that are all our angels not ministering spirits to us they are spirits that minister to us they minister to us. And we have been seated in high places. That's what the Bible says. We have been seated in high places with Christ. <laughs> we, God says that to which of the angels, <laughs> to which of the angels did God ever see sit at my right hand? Meanwhile, when God told Christ to sit at his right hand, the believer was also elevated to the right hand of God because we are co-heirs with Christ. This is a privilege we have, brothers and sisters, and we cannot, we cannot take this for granted. We cannot lose sight of this great privilege that we have. We are children of God. We are heirs of God. We are seated in heavenly places. Now, let me draw your attention to another thing. Do you realize that angels, when they sin, are not forgiven? Satan was an angel. 
all the demons that are that are tormenting our lives today all the demons that are inflicting man with pain inflicting man with 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 all kinds of of maladies and all that did you know that all of them were angels this is something we all know and they fell now when they fell there was no rescue plan for them there was no rescue plan for them meanwhile when man fell there was a rescue plan god himself decided to rescue us imagine even when adam sinned at that instance where he sinned you realize that god actually gave them clothes to wear (laughs) god gave them clothes to wear at that point meanwhile when he was sending the angels there was nothing like that they did not get any privilege of such nature meanwhile look at us children of god john 3 16 a very popular quotation says that for god so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whoever believes will not perish but have everlasting life meanwhile angels are destined to perish for the mistake they committed for the sins they did how about us aren't we special (laughs) aren't we important aren't we favored oh we have to give god glory for giving us all these graces and favors now romans 5 8 also says that you see god showed his love for us he proved his love for us that while we were still sinners while we were still in the act of sin christ died for us meanwhile there is no such rescue plan for angels they will still perish they have been eternally condemned meanwhile the believer is not under condemnation. Bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says that. And you see, even if a believer should commit a mistake, even if a believer should sin, you can come back and ask God for forgiveness. Angels do not have that opportunity. Satan cannot go back to God and say, God, I beg you, forgive me. And everything will just be said and done. No, it doesn't work like that. The death of Christ on the cross doesn't apply to angels. It doesn't apply to them. It applies only to us. Aren't we dear to God? Now, I want to draw your attention to another thing as well. Do you realize that the Bible actually says that we are supposed to teach angels the manifold wisdom of God? One of my my mentors, one of my my on-screen mentors, Pastor Abel Damina, puts it like this. He says that we are the university of angels. Angels have to come to us to learn. (laughs) They have to come to us to learn. They have to come to us for tutelage. So Ephesians 3.10 says that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly realms. And these rulers and authorities are demonic spirits. But Pastor Damina explains that this applies to angels as well we teach angels imagine we are the university of angels (laughs) they are supposed to come and learn the wisdom of god from us hallelujah now do you know that we will judge angels according to first corinthians 6 3 paul says do you not know that we will judge angels how much more the things of this life That is what the Apostle Paul says. We will judge, we will judge angels. We, we will judge angels. Imagine. 
That is something we are going to do. Just imagine, we will judge angels. <laughs> and how how can you how can you feel inferior to somebody you are going to judge? How? Why do you feel inferior? Why do you want to worship an angel? We are going to judge angels in the end. We have Christ in us. We have God in us. God lives in us. God lives with us. We do not need any other encounter. The only encounter we need is that we encounter Christ and know him the more. The focus of believers have shifted. And we seem to be focusing on things that we are not supposed to even look at at all in the first place. You see believers praying, Lord, give me, give me an angelic visitation. I want to see an angel. I want to encounter an angel. And all these things worry me so much. You have Christ. What else? When you look at the book of Revelation, the last chapter of, of the Bible, the book of Revelation, in chapter 22, John wanted to worship an angel. He, he looked at the magnificence of the angel and, and he fell at his feet and wanted to worship. And the angel said, Master, don't do that. Do not do it. He says, I'm a fellow servant with you. I, I, am, I am a servant. He says, don't do it. Don't worship me because I am a servant. That is what the angels are. And John is a son. <laughs> Even though we are servants, we are sons. Listen, we do not need to worship angels. We do not need angelic visitations. If God wills, he will assign angels to strengthen us. He will assign angels to, to do certain assignments for us. He will assign angels as he pleases. But do not worry yourself over, I want to see an angel. I want to meet an angel. I want angelic visitation. I need an angelic encounter. And people pray so hard, fast so hard. Instead of getting deeper in God, they, they want to encounter angels. It's a very sad situation. Brothers and sisters, I've come to draw your attention. Did you know, now you know, that men... Believers, now you know that believers are in a better position. Now you know that as a believer, you are a son. Now you know that as a believer, you have an inheritance. Now you know that as a believer, you are an heir. Do not, do not feel inferior and do not focus on these things. Let us focus on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. If we have any prayer to do, we have any fasting to do, let us focus on getting deeper in our relationship with God. That is what will help us and not be seeking to worship angels and, and be naming angels here and there. And we are trying to we are, we are trying to say that, oh, that an angel would come to my room. Listen, when you see an angel, you are praying or something like that, uh, and, and, and God opens your eyes and you see angels, don't feel like you are special. Don't feel like, oh, I've reached. These are servants that are assigned to minister to you. What is so special about seeing them? There's nothing special about that. Once you get to know these things, you will not worry yourself as a believer over a lot of things. I want you to know your position. I want you to know your position. Did you know? Now you know. God bless you so much. Have a fulfilled week.